0: Next up on Imagine Faith Talk. Maybe you're tired of success because you're trying to serve two masters Are you all in with God? Are we trying to prove something to God?
1: Meditate on the word of God day and night And then you will be prosperous
0: If I spend so much time with God, then how do I make an impact?
1: When's the last time you took a pit stop?
0: Sometimes with our children, like we'll miss the birthday party Because we're out trying to find a gift
1: We have to bring our fully aligned self to battle
0: Uh, Nobody nobody said that Uh, Well,
1: not to your face, but uh, they definitely did They said it to my face Welcome everybody to Imagine Faith Talk, the podcast where we believe that faith in God is the key to unlocking everything that you've been called to be. Now, we've been in a series called I'm Tired of Success. I'm exhausted from it. I don't even want to think about it anymore. And today's topic takes a little bit of a new vantage point of one of the reasons why we may be tired of success. Hear this, hear this, y'all ready? Maybe one of the reasons that you're tired of success is that you don't understand the purpose of the pit stop. Uh Uh-oh. Father God. I Uh need to say that one again. Okay. Maybe one of the reasons that you're tired of success is that you don't understand the purpose of the pit stop. What we're talking about is distraction. The purpose of a pit stop, which we're going to kind of unpack a little bit, this is a place where you get to rejuvenate and re-energize so that you can go back and do the race fully and freely. But on that path, there may be things that completely take you off focus. So how do we utilize a pit stop for our purpose? How do we utilize the pit stop so that we don't get off track? we're your co-host Kevin Alushala and Donovan Donnell and we're going to get straight into it. Donovan, yeah. my guy. First of all, it's been a while since I've seen you. How you yeah, feeling? It,
0: it, it, I'm feeling great, man. I've been good. I've been riding high on the last time that we saw each other, man, for the little celebration, so all ooh, as
1: well. Yeah, that's a, y'all. He he actually came over to my house for Kaya's birthday. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And all my friends were like, "Who is this big man? Is he single? I just no. need to." Ooh. Nobody nobody you know what said what I mean? that. Uh, well, not to your face, but uh, they definitely did. They said it to my face. Maybe anyway. their
0: mothers, because those are my. Kev, Kev, all right, all right, hold up. This is actually a perfect time for me to plug in right here. Have you heard of ChristianCafe.com? Look, it's an online dating site for Christians. It's actually one of the leading dating services online. They have over 25,000 reported successful marriages. They have over 3,000 testimonials on the website. They're Christian owned. That means that they have the Christian values embedded in how they fulfill their service to their customers. It was so amazing when I read this. I'm actually gonna go start my own profile today. You should do the same. One of the best parts about this is that they gave Imagine Faith Talk their own page. You can go to www.christiancafe.com forward slash Imagine Faith Talk. Start your profile today. Remember, no fear. Go get what God has for you. We walk by faith, not by sight. www.christiancafe.com forward slash Imagine Faith Talk.
1: You see, now we're getting distracted. We don't want to Good. say the purpose of our own pit stop. Okay, Donovan.
0: exactly. There we go. Dot of it. Yeah.
1: God has called us each uniquely to do something on this earth. But sometimes a pit stop is necessary so that we could recharge, re-energize, re-understand. Mm. So that if we go on it, we understand why we're on this path and we don't get, as we're going to be talking about today, distracted. Yeah, man. Nothing will come in our way that takes us off the path. Yeah. So if that's the case, Donovan, I'm going to read the definition of distracted to you, and I want to know what you think about this. Distracted, having one's thoughts or attention drawn away, unable to concentrate or give attention to something. What comes up when you hear that and when it, when we talk about the purpose of a pit stop?
0: When when I When I put those two together, the purpose of a pit stop and then the purpose of a distraction, I recognize that, one, I'm responsible for my attention. I'm responsible for where my attention goes. So it's not a distraction unless I allow it to be. Nothing can distract me unless I lose my focus or I give up my focus on what I am focused on. Now, how it ties into the pit stop is that, you you talked about the reunderstanding and the you know renewal and all this other kind of stuff. I think for me, the pit stop is where I recommit. I think the one thing that a struggle that I struggle with when it comes to commitment is that I get tired. You know, I get tired and if you've ever been tired, you know that I, I don't know if you're like me, but you start speaking weird. You say, <laughs> you start talking weird, like your words don't come out clearly, your thoughts are foggy. I have a tendency when I'm low in capacity to be unkind, which I pray about often. i become impatient. All those things impact me in such a way and they impact my commitment. I'm just like, I don't really feel like doing this. And it's not that I lost desire. I need sleep. I need a nap. I need a pit stop. I need that rejuvenation. And so when I get that rejuvenation, it helps me re-up my commitment. And I think that's why this conversation is important for high performers because It's the commitment. It's the commitment that we have to the commitment that allows us to see the outcomes that we want. And so that is where we have to be extremely responsible with our attention, where we invest our attention, and we all have a limit. So that's why we need the pit stop to re-up our
1: ability to stay committed to this thing. I love that because what you're saying is that we need absolute clarity for why we're doing what we do so that we don't let distraction delay our destiny. Mm. Mm. We need absolute clarity. So when we take a pit stop, we understand why we're doing it. So that when we come back onto the racetrack, we're doing it with full commitment, working not to be distracted by anything else that may stand in my way. I want to read something to you that I thought was really interesting, especially in the digital age that we live in, where there's so much noise competing for our attention. I wanted to read this from Inc.com, this article about distraction. It says that interruptions can add up. According to estimates based on a recent UC Irvine study, refocusing your efforts after just one interruption can take up to 23 minutes. That same study found the average worker switched tasks on average every three minutes. Donovan, I read this and I think to myself, it is crazy how detrimental and dangerous Distraction is if we keep working and not realizing that the distraction is even happening to us.
0: This just takes me back to the importance of having accountability partners, having the people around you who are in alignment as well with God and with their purpose because we, we, when you're in community, it's easier to see how dangerous a distraction can be. Mm. But when you're by yourself, one, you don't really know that you're being distracted. And two, we have a tendency to be like, oh, it'll, be, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. But sometimes we need somebody on the outside to be like, nah, bro, look at what's been happening so far. I can tell, like, even if we look at our podcast and how we're doing this and how we have to take breaks sometimes. Sometimes we'll redo an episode or sometimes we'll stop in the middle of recording because we recognize the quality of what we're producing. Something's missing. Yeah, Something's absent and if what you're doing is truly to serve a generation or to be a solution to a problem you don't really want to you don't want to have those holes in it once you actually present it to the world because then what kind of impact are you really having you're actually just you know you're really creating another problem so i for me it just really makes me think to that degree how important it is to have people around you who are aligned as well to help you see when you're when you're slipping a little bit because it it can be extremely dangerous To your destiny Even so much so That it carries over to your children Like in your lineage
1: Bro like what if you allowed Allowed distraction to take Take over To where Because you didn't do the main thing Your children don't get the Mm -hmm. blessing of Generational wealth Now they're having to work so much harder Because You were distracted on your journey Or health What if you were so distracted from what you were supposed to do as a healthy person, that now your children are seeing you with unhealthy habits. And I'm speaking to myself right now. Father, God, have mercy on my soul. To where now they're going to have to fight the generational curse that you were supposed to shed off.
0: Yeah, the one that you had, a, you had opportunity to shut it down yourself.
1: Exactly. That, I, that's why I think that this first point that we're going to be talking about, just before we get into the purpose of the pit stop itself, is so important. Bringing our fully aligned self to battle is one of our greatest weapons. I want to say that one more time because I'm, I, oh, I need this for myself. Yeah. Bringing your fully aligned self to battle is one of your greatest weapons. Let's read a couple of verses. Mark 12, 28 and 30. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, he asked Jesus, of all the commandments, which is the most important? So Jesus answers in verse 30, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And then this is a verse that we always are coming back to in this podcast, Joshua 1.8. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Donovan, what are you hearing, man?
0: Man, honestly, the thing that came to my mind was don't take, the, don't take your cell phone with you when you go to the restroom. And I know that may sound weird, but it's like you're going to what? do a thing—
1: uh, wait, hold on to- on. You need- <laughs> That's the weirdest thing I think I've ever heard anybody say after a verse like this. What? Because, man,
0: I had to go to a, a um, to a gastro doctor before, you know, because certain things run in my family. And they talked about the importance of letting your, and I don't know if this is going to be appropriate or not, but the importance of letting your toilet time be toilet time. If you use that to scroll and to check messages and stuff, you're not giving the attention needed to your body to eliminate waste, and so you actually don't do all that you could do in that moment. And either it's prolonged and it takes longer than it needs to, or you don't really fully do it because you're trying to multitask. And we live in this generation where multitasking seems to be like the premier thing that everybody wants to master. Yeesh. But if I can just focus on what's intended for the moment, it actually will increase the health of the person that's that's doing the thing. So I don't know, that's what came to mind for me. And it just really helps me understand how I need not to be so focused on trying to do so many things. But if I can just really give full attention to this one thing in the season that is the most important thing, then I can truly experience success more often. If everything is a priority, then nothing is a priority. So that's, that's pretty much what I'm
1: hearing. Wow. Um, so much. What, what you're saying, ha, is that God wants you all in. 100%, yeah. 110%. Are you all in with God? Are you all in with the work that God has called you for? Cause like, think about this, like your influence is going to be dependent on how aligned you are. Right? Mm. Like, okay. An example, you you and I right now are communicating, having a conversation. Yeah. Communication is not just what I am saying. It's my body posture. It's the way I am listening the way I'm leaning into the conversation, and all that is communicating to you, I love you, I care about you, what you're going to say is something that I care to listen to because I appreciate you're human. Think about when, (laughs) like you were talking about in the restroom, right? If your cell phone is on you and you're looking at that, once I put my head down, what is that communicating to the person? What's going on on this cell phone is more important than what you have to say. Mm-hmm. What's going on that's distracting me from you that's good. is more important than your person. And, oh man, like my wife talked to me about this so much about bringing your fully aligned self to whatever I'm doing when it came to Kaya. Because she said, Kevin, you know, or maybe you don't realize this. Maybe you don't. I know she's one year old, but she recognizes when you're not fully there. She recognizes that your your body's there, but you're not playing with her. Maybe you're thinking about something else. That's good. Maybe I'm on my phone while I'm playing with her. She recognizes that. And what kind of imprint is that going to leave on her? What kind of influence, if I continue to do this, what kind of influence is that going to leave on her and how she relates to me? When I speak to her, Will I actually have influence, or will she see that I've actually just cared about other things more than her? And that ugh, that's heavy. It it hit me literally like a ton of bricks, Donovan. Like so, yeah.
0: It just goes back to the fact that we can't make everything the main thing. We we it's that's not the way it was set up, and we're not discounting the fact that certain things that are in your life that you have a lot of important things. You have a wife a child, a mother, best friends, business pursuits, health pursuits. But what we're saying is that God is already taking that in consideration. What we're saying is that God has already taken that in consideration, which is one of the reasons we have seasons. Yeah. And so what is most important in this season, let that be the main thing. And it's almost like, you know, well, I have a child. That's not a season. That's like, you know, as long as they're alive, I'm here. God has taken all that in consideration. But as you follow his lead, he's going to make sure as you align yourself with God, he's going to make sure that everything gets its needed attention from you. But it's a step-by-step process of faith with him. It's 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 tough, man.
1: Yeah, dude.
0: It's tough, but it requires that level of, of precision and discipline.
1: I mean, I think that's the reason why God is saying, right? Meditate on me day and night. Because if you don't meditate on me day and night, like think about what's actually at stake. If you're a high performer, you understand exactly what's at stake. You're clear and intentional about that. God is asking you through your uniqueness to bring the will of heaven onto earth through what he's called you to do. Yeah. If that's the case, when we're distracted by maybe what the world is saying or social media or other things that distract us from our time with God, what happens to The impact we're supposed to have. If we don't fully understand the love and purpose, if we are being distracted from the love and purpose because of something else, like the frequency that you're supposed to ring to your sphere of influence, what if that's dimmed because you were distracted? What if they're not getting the fullness of your frequency? What if they're not getting the fullness of the will of heaven? to earth because you were distracted. That's deep. And how do we make sure that we don't do that? We bring our fully aligned self to the battle. We focus on keeping the word of God fully in our hearts and our minds and our souls and our strength.
0: And it makes me go back to the title of everything we're talking about today, man. Listen, the reason we're tired of success is because we're trying to multitask. Woo! We're trying to make everything the same. We're trying to make everything the main thing. That is ultimately why we're so tired of success because we're trying to make everything a priority. And there's a fear associated with that. That if I don't do this and this and this and that and that all right now, then this is not going to, that's the way of the world. This is why we're telling you to align yourself with God because he wouldn't put more on you than you can bear. He's partnered with you as well. So if God is saying, come into Sabbath, rest with me. Understand that you're not going to lose anything behind that. You're going to gain. If God is saying, look, just let, I know you have a business meeting to get to. I want you to spend an hour with this homeless person. Understand that God is not, God is not trying to sabotage your success. He's actually trying to help assist you in experiencing true success, holistic success. And that's why we're here on the podcast to share that.
1: Absolutely, man. That's why, like you're saying, we have to bring our fully aligned self to battle. Being our fully aligned self and bringing that is one of our greatest weapons. You were also talking about something that I think helps transition us into this whole idea of the pit stop, right? Sometimes we're so focused on the wheel of doing the work that we forget what the actual main thing that God has called us to do and be is because we're not human doings, we're human beings. God said, be with me. That is the purpose of the fact that we're even here as, as humans, God created us for his pleasure and for his joy. And we forget that sometimes we have to be with him. There's a story that helps us talk about this pit stop, this idea of being with God, more important than being with our work. This is the story of Martha and Mary and Jesus hanging out with the two of them. Let's read this. Luke 10, 38 through 42. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Yikes, Donovan, what are you hearing, man? <sighs> it's tough
0: because the verse said that there are many things that needed to be done for preparation. So they were important. They were necessary. But my coach taught me one time, he said, you have to understand the difference between urgent and important.
1: Ooh, speak on that, speak on that.
0: That the fact that we don't know how long that Jesus was going to be there at their house and he was already ministering. And you saw like, man, I want to serve him, which seems so admirable. But it's like, at the end of it all, God really wants to spend time with us. You know, in essence, what we're telling guys, is like, I ain't really got time to spend with you. Because there's so many things I want to do for you. And, you. and I mean, we see that in our relationships sometimes with our children. Like, we'll miss the birthday party because we're out trying to find a gift. So we didn't make the memory. We didn't make the moment. You know what I'm saying? Or we're out with our, with our spouse and stuff, and we're spending so much time talking to the, to the uh, waitress or going back to try to talk to the chef about the meal that we're actually missing moments in time that we could be having with our person that we're celebrating. And so it begs, the, it begs us to, it, offers, it begs to offer, I think that's how you say it, right? How do you say it? It begs to offer the question, <laughs> yeah. It beg, begs to offer the question, like, are we truly here trying to really produce and do and, and show that we are these different things? Or are we really understanding that all that we need to be, we already are, and God wants to enjoy this life with us? Are we trying to prove something to God? Or are we truly seeing ourselves in a relationship as his, as his child?
1: Wow. Mm. I mean, ugh. well, let's think about what a pit stop even is, then, right? Yeah. The pit stop is a place where while you're on the road race of life, if you will, if we use that analogy, you need to take a second to pit stop with a crew that's going to make sure since you've tired your car out, they can rejuvenate and re-energize the car so that you can now be optimized to go and do the work. Martha Mm. forgot that the pit stop being at Jesus's feet and rejuvenating herself with Jesus almighty himself was the most important thing. Like you said, like what's urgent and what's important. That's the most important thing. So do we as high performers with higher values trying to operate in our highest nature, right? You, the entrepreneur, you, the young professional, you, the artist, you the parent. Do we know why we need the pit stop? Are we clear about that so that we can make sure we're taking them? I think one of the first reasons that we take a pit stop, as we've discussed, you're getting refueled by the source. Look at this first Psalm 23, one through three. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness, for His name's sake. Yeesh, Donovan, what are you hearing, man?
0: Man, this is very sobering because there's so many things that I'm trying to pursue, and there's so many, like even the idea of wanting to make an impact. I can't let that. I can't. I can't allow wanting to make an impact be more important than wanting to spend time with God. But the challenge comes in is if I spend so much time with God, then how do I make an impact? And at some point, I had to recognize that even success or being married, actually, I'll use a marriage one. Marriage had become an idol to me because it was above God. Wow. It was above God. It seemed like things that God wanted me to do were a chore, or those were the distractions from me actually getting married. And I think this is something great for high performers with higher values to be aware of. Like, maybe you're tired of success because you're trying to serve two masters. Wow. There's there's idols there you know and the, and the idol could be i want to be married or i want to be successful or i want to retire my mom like those can become idols when you're in a room and it's the thing that you say you want and then there's the one who makes everything possible and you choose the thing that you want you got you got to be honest with yourself you got to be honest with yourself and i think that that is why we don't always value the pit stop because because we have these idols in our life or because we don't fully understand i'm not being honest to myself about i'm depleted or i'm tired or I need this refreshing. We just want to push, push, and push past that. And God is saying, look, that's not how I made you.
1: <sighs> Bruh, it, oof, this is hitting me deep, man. Like, it's crazy to know that the work or the idol, that can be the distraction from keeping the main thing the main thing. It's not that God doesn't want us to work on his call. It does, it's not that God doesn't yeah. want us to, to have those things. But seek ye first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added onto you. I am so guilty of this Donovan. Let me tell you something that a friend of mine told me, this is very vulnerable of me to say, but she's somebody who prophesies over people's lives. And, and she said, Kevin, when you're going through a drought season in your music, it's because you haven't taken time to stop and connect to the source. The one true composer of music the one true composer of life itself. Mm-hmm. She said that you thought that the music is going to come from your understanding of music. Jesus. Or God says that is a tool, a human tool that I have given you to translate the sound of heaven to earth. That's the purpose But that's not where the music from heaven is going to come from. It's not going to be coming from you working so hard to make great music. It's going to come from spending time with me so I can give you the music that I have called you for. She said it this way, and this is crazy. God is the one that has established your repertoire, not you. Mm. How much do we try to work on our business when God is the one that is establishing the company? How much do we try to work on being the best parent and try to set things up for the kids when God is the greatest parent that we even need so that we can parent the kids God's way? Yeah. How much are we trying to create new pieces of art, visual art that's beautiful when God is the greatest visual artist on earth? He created the land, the seas, the heavens, and the earth and all there is. And so I remembered in that point, I I have not taken time to stop And remember who actually has the music for me to serve his people. Sure, maybe success will come. Okay, great. But the success is not the most important thing in that way. As it says, meditate on the word of God day and night. And then you will be prosperous and successful. And that's so different from the way the world does it, Donovan.
0: Yeah. And I think that's this is when we talk about high performers with higher values. This is where you get into that place of, okay, I understand that there are, there are things that are urgent and then there's things that are truly important and there's things that are essential. And when I think about where I've been distracted, it's because I forgot what and who my source was. Mm. And I think that's the part that allows me to contribute or give my intention somewhere else because I forget that's my source. If ever Jesus is traveling through my town drop everything and i want to sit with you i want to hear from you because i recognize that you're the source of something that this earth cannot offer me you're the source of something that another accolade or another award can't offer me and so i have to understand who is truly in my presence i have to understand when god wants to sit and talk with me when he's saying get in my word i have to understand what that really means like there's the mysteries are revealed in his word During prayer and worship time, when people come to church and they spend time with God, I tell them all the time, like in his presence is healing, is wholeness, is power. And you can't get those things from this world. It's almost like, you know, we travel and we go somewhere because there's something unique about that space. Like, oh, I can't get these views back in LA. Or, oh, I can't get this kind of water on the West Coast. Like, do you understand that when Jesus said, I am the living water, when he wants to come and spend time with you it's almost like nothing else has value because you understand the value of him wow and i think that that is where that is that is the mindset we use to combat these idols that come into our lives cuz they want us they want us to see them as important which they may be but not as important and not as rare as what this moment is
1: wow bro what you're saying is reminding me of a couple other things that i think is so important to understanding what this this, this pit stop is right I think the pit stop helps you remember why you're running the race mm. so that your car stays sharp. Like on this, on this journey of life, we go, we go, we go. And sometimes if we don't take that pit stop, we don't even know why we're, why we're driving. Yeah. Like I can't tell you how many times I'm distracted doing my work from God. And I'm like, why am I even here? Like what's the point of me going on stage and performing for these people? Is it for myself I forget because I haven't taken time to keep my car sharp, to think about waste management so I can purify myself. The sanitation thing you talked about, right? I mean, look, look at Ecclesiastes 10.10. I think we've talked about this verse. If the axe is dull and its edge unsharpened, more strength is needed, but skill will bring success. Mm. Like, Donovan, how do you know what skill you need that will bring success if you don't spend time with the person that created the axe? Yeah. Like, how do you know where to sharpen? How do you know where to work on the axe? How do you know how to make sure that it doesn't get dull unless you understand the person that spoke to you about that axe and how to to keep it moving and, and being maintained? The axe now becomes distraction to you. I want
0: to, I mean, I had to, I had to take a moment right there. I want to become more efficient. And I know that this verse is really telling us that a dull ax requires much strength. And strength is, is in alignment with capacity. And if, if, if I'm just using all my strength, every time I swing, one, I start to be unable to enjoy it. And then two, it becomes so taxing that I'm setting this example for other people that this is the way it gets done. This is why you hear people say you got to be the first in the office and you have to be the last to go to bed at night. You got to be the hardest worker in the room. And of course, yes, that is a way you can go about doing this. But God is saying, here's wisdom. Sharpen your ax. It takes fewer strokes. It takes less strength and energy. And this is how I'm opening you up to do more things. See, this, is, this, is, this was God's plan the whole time, not to make us a master multitasker, but to make us so efficient and sharp that our one effort would equal 30, 40, 50 times what it would in the world. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think that that's why I appreciate this verse so much, because it helps me understand that I do have, it helps me understand how essential a Sabbath is. It's where I sharpen. It helps me understand how essential um, worship is. Reading his word is, it sharpens my perspective. It sharpens my discipline. It, it sharpens my focus. It pulls me so deep into this, this space that distractions have less opportunity and, and less, um, less influence over me. And I think that that is what helps me to flow through life. And at the end of the day, I'm like, man, I felt good. That felt really good. And I want to feel that way throughout the journey that I'm going on, whatever my pursuit is as a high performer. But it does require me to sharpen my axe.
1: Absolutely. Well, also then, like, right, sharpening your axe and remembering why you run the race, right? There are other cars that are also on the racetrack. And if Mm -hmm. you're looking at their car or their axe and not seeing the value of yours, you're going to get distracted. Mm. that's why you need the pit stop to optimize your axe your car right there's this verse ecclesiastes 9 11 i have seen something else under the sun the race is not to the swift or the battle to the strong nor does food come to the wise or wealth to the brilliant or to the learned but time and chance happen to them all everybody's running in this race called life with the same time and the same chance God is the one. Yes, you can have all of your abilities, but God is the one that knows how to take everything that you are and maximize it for your race. We can't be distracted by other people's race because then we won't race our own. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Well, why? Why are we distracted? Why have I been distracted? I was dissatisfied with something that was going on in my life. Or I was unsure why God would move in this particular way in my life. And it goes back to, for me, the easiest way I can describe it is in the garden. There was one job that creation had, that Adam and Eve had. But the enemy brought in, you will be just like God if you eat of this fruit. He brought in this unhealthy comparison that turned into a competition. For what reason did we need to be just like God? We had it good. We had it great. That was the best it was ever going to be. And we were, now we're trying to get back to it. How often do we allow distractions to take us away from the main thing and then wish that we had never got distracted and just stayed focused? If we can understand this ahead of time, this will help combat against being distracted. When when that little purple rabbit runs past you and you want to look and chase him, like, I don't need to. Because I, I am aware of how good things are. I feel the flow. I'm not going to abandon the flow and the power associated with it. We talked about what a flow was. A flow is when you are doing your thing so consistently that life begins to contribute with you and that's called momentum. Ooh. Momentum is extra energy that you're not producing. It's just coming with you because of your consistency. That's what I hear, man. I just that that's what I hear and that's what's helping me to stay focused in this season. Yeah.
1: Ugh. Bro, this is I feel like this has been a very meditative, contemplative yeah. episode because I, I think you and I are both <laughs> realizing so much in our own lives yep. that keep, I, I, I'm telling you, keep me distracted. And I really want to be, and I know we all do, who are listening to this podcast, right? These are honest conversations. You're hearing all of our stuff, our mess, our junk. Candid. God needs us not to be distracted. Take that pit stop. Right. Let's go through the points that we've just talked about. One, bringing your fully aligned self to battle is one of your greatest weapons. And what are the reasons for the pit stop? One, you're getting refueled by the source. And two, your car stays sharp so that you can remember why you're running the race. This race is for you and God and you and God alone so that you can be the most efficient car in the field You may get there a little slower than everybody else, but if it's your car and if it's your race, the most important thing is God is with you and your car is fortified. AKA you are fortified. So the imagine faith talk challenge for this week. When's the last time you took a pit stop? Mm. When's the last time you took a second to remember why you're running the race When's the last time you took a second to understand what it looks like when you bring your fully aligned self to the battlefield? Take a second, think on that, and meditate on that. That's good. How can you start to implement more pit stops in your life? Daniel in the Bible did it three times a day. Maybe you need three times a day so you stay fully aligned throughout that day. And that nothing distracts you because you understand why you're there. For love, for purpose, and for impact. We love y'all so much. We can't wait for part two of the purpose of the pit stop. Remember, love transforms you, purpose defines you, and impact activates you by faith. Next up on Imagine Faith Talk. The noise of the world is causing you anxiety. You don't want to miss your exit. The enemy of greatness is distraction. This is why the pit stop is so necessary. We mistake the pit stop as laziness.
0: We want to give God our best gift.
1: Why am I trying to be a husband and a dad that's great? Check in with God and check in with yourself, man. What if you are actually delaying the greatness that God has put inside of you? The purpose of the pit stop, honestly, is to avoid the burnout. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Imagine Faith Talk. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to be on our journey with us, then there's a few things you can do. First, subscribe so you can know when the next episode drops and share it with a few people you think would enjoy it as well. Second, we'd love to hear from you. You can go to the bottom of our website, www.ImagineFaithTalk.com and send us comments, prayer requests, or tell us topics you'd like to hear on the podcast or even questions you'd love us to answer. Third, join our Imagine Faith Talk Club on Clubhouse. This is a space where you can connect with other like-minded individuals and the rooms are hosted and led by members of our leadership team. You can see a schedule for when our rooms go live on our club or on our website. And finally... Follow us on socials at Imagine Faith Talk. It's all one word. We love you all and we'll see you on the next episode.